Hi, welcome to the shallow dive on the Dafyomi. I hope you enjoy. Pinchus Hirschbrum, that's the prime Talmud from Meir Shapiro, who was the force behind Dafyomi. He was Ili Otsum, he knew Shas by heart. So his description of Dafyomi was as follows He said, Everything is packed, everybody's banging down the doors to join Dafyomi. People already take a break when it comes time. This finished Mesechus Brachas came to Shabbos already. You don't have the same brand. Erevin, oh, it's already Chutzatzchom. Forget about it. But by the time Sochim comes, you won't see a soul. So if you're still participating by Sochim, so congratulations. You must have acquired a taste for Tyra because you're still here. <laughs> okay, so what's Pshat that it's called Psachim? Why isn't it called Pesach? It's Shabbos. Well, let's take a look back. We have Brochus and we have Erevin. So, Brochus, as we saw, the three primary categories of Brochus. I have Birchas Hananen, Birchas Hamisa, Birchas Shabach, Eruvin, I have Erev Tchom, Erev Chatseros. You have different uh, types of Eruvin. What about Psochim? Why is it called Psochim? Why isn't it like Shabbos, singular? The Tosas Yom Tov is Omen on the Shaila. And he says that it's due to the fact that you also have multiple Psochim. Yeah, Pesach Rishon, Pesach Sheni. Going on Al Shema Carbon, going on the, on the sacrifice. And not like Shabbos, we don't say Shabbosos, it's Shabbos, singular. But there are two different types of Pesach Pesach Rishon, regular Pesach, and then Bismana Mikdash, somebody was unable to bring the carbon, Pesach Rishon. A month later, they have an opportunity for Pesach Sheni. So own set of dinim. Therefore, psachim. Say for Emes Yaakov, the Yaakov Kamenetsky, he goes through, he, he brings a nice analysis, slightly different than the Tosus Yamtiv. He quotes Tosus Yamtiv and he says, unlike the Tosus Yamtiv, that says, in general, you don't find Lashon Rabin without a reason. Rabbi Yaakov says, you never find Lashon Rabin without a reason. And he goes through every single time. There are all the Masechtas. So just to uh, take a quick look at what he says. He says in Trumos, you have Truma Gedola, Trumas Meiser, different types of, of setting aside Trumos. Also Meisras, Meiserish, Meiser Sheni, Meiser Ani. You have in Kilaim, Bikurim, that are not brought... He says, in a biyachad bikra, not sure exactly what his, his nakud is over there, in biyachad bikra, but there are different types of admixtures, pashit, and bikurim, different types of bikurim. Eruvin, as we said, chatseris, erchumen, milvad, erchashilin, then you have 
Yuvamas, why is Elshin Rabin? For leveret marriage, you have Yuvama Sha'ala Khalitsa, you have a type of Yuvama that, that the hurrah is Dafka to do Khalitsa instead of Yuvam. So Yuvamos. Ksubis, Ksubis, Besula, Ksubsamona, different amounts for Ksuba. Nidarim, Nidre Hektish, Nidre Iser, different types of Nidarim. Gitin, you have Get Pashat, Get Makushir, different types of Gitin. Also get Shekh, right? Kedushin, Kedushin, Gedola, Kedushin, Ketana, different types of Kedushin, right, where the father has to do the Kedushin is through the father for his daughter versus directly with the girl. Beshvuas, Eshvuas, Bitui, Pekadun, Dayanim, different types of oaths. Also in Harius, different types of Harius. Right, through Bezanagogol, the Karban, Pyramdavar, you also have, it can be brought from the Kohen Gobel, Nasi, different, different Harius. Zvachim, many different Karbanas, Menachas as well. Pashiru. Agazvachim, Kodesh Chitas Chulin. So, Chulin, he's saying it's all one type of Chulin for the Shrita. But Agazvachim, he says, you have Shritas Chulin. And it, in theory, it says there's uh, different types of shechita, right? Shechita's oaf requires one semen, and you have shechita's ben pakua, it's a different type of shechita. The, the ober is nishchat, with simonim of its mother. Ubecharus is bechar behemotahira, and petech hamor, bechar adam, erechin. They have different types of, of erechin depending on, on the age, as discussed in, in Psokim. Krisus, Lamed of 36 types of Krisus. Kinim, different types of, of uh, nests for Karbonus. Chova, Kinenadova. Midus, Akarchan, Hinrabas, a lot of different Midus. Rebesa Mikdash for the Kalim, different uh, measurements. Kalim, for Kalim, in Tumas and Taras of different Kalim, you have fundamentally different rules for Klecheres. Versus earthenware, versus clay matchus, clay avonim, how to become tahmi, how to come into kamtahar. The olos, okay, different types of olos, for, for also for tumah, tumah. Negayim, you have different types of negayim, negebatim, right, negeadam, negebagadim. Taras. So it says, Taras, interesting word, it's lishnama aliyah lechomine tumah. Everything is in Taras is one type of Tara, but there are many types of Tumas. So, this Lishna Ma'aya, which is very much like what's going on over here by Psach, and we're going to see in the Sugya, using a Lishna Ma'aya, a refined way of speaking. So, instead of speaking about Tumos, it's, it's really one Tara, but different Taros from different Tumos. So, Lishna Ma'aya. Mikvos. The beginning of mikvahs enumerates six milos in mikvahs. There are six different bodies of water. Mikvah is only one of them in a technical sense, but they're all mikveh, mind gatherings of water, with various levels of tahara that can be achieved through those bodies of water. Machshirin, halorabmehim, to be machshir, to make something eligible to become tameh, to contract ritual impurity. There are many different types 
of liquids uh, that can be such a medium. Vizavim, so you have different types of discharges. Turias, gimurias, you can have you can have with a carbon, without a carbon, depending on how many times. Viadayim, ushmam is bazugi. Sachasidayim is also that. Tumo derabona, you have a pair of hands. Both are part of the the sugya of of this tumo. The zihir is from tumo. Uktsim, you have yadam shomer kedomer. So uktsim, you have various types of handles, if you will, on on something that uh, whether it's a yad or a shomer, also negef tumo, a tara. Whether it's just a way to, to hold on to it, or it's also protecting the, the food. So that's that's his He says there there are no exceptions. Every time when it's lashon rabim, it's for a reason. Goes through every every case. Okay, well, why is psachim over here? Well, why was it not placed somewhere else? Special. We just had. Shabbos and Erevin, when you're saying they go together. So the Rambam gives an explanation of the Seder of everything, all of the Seder, Mishnayas. And the Tosa Samtas quotes, he quotes this as well. It says, Kihi mitzvah shnia le Shabbos beparishas it's the second category after Shabbos in the discussion of the festivals and holidays. Shabbos is the number one festival, number one holiday, holiest day of the year. And you have, in terms of the, the next one to discuss, he says, is Pesach. The second in, in Chashivos, according to the Rambam. Shnia le Shabbos, the Parshas Hamodos, Kafiyah Seder in the Torah, and he says, "Vehitchilas Hamitzvos Hamesunos Aidei Moshe." And Pesach is the festival which really inaugurates the beginning of the giving of the Torah from Moshe. Already in Pesach Mitzrayim. That that was part of the schus for the geula. We had to have the, the meal to bring carbon pesach, and the, the carbon pesach is actually halakim of gerus. Pesach is the beginning of the national gerus to kabbalah satara. That's when we start getting mitzvahs as a nation. So the Ram says that's why pesach comes after Shabbos. Okay, let's take a look at the Mishnah. Or le'abarsar. Or, we're going to see over this whole daf is a hard word to pin down. What does it mean? Or le'abarsar. Or of the 14th. Bodgen es hachomitz le'oraner. Whenever this is, on the 14th day of Nisan, there's a mitzvah to check for chomitz, to search out for chomitz by the light of a candle. Rashi says, Begemar mefarsh taima. Why La'or Haner? Okay, good question. Take a quick look. Starts Zion and Vez. 
continues Chesman Aleph. Last line. You don't check for chametz using the light of the sun or the light of the moon. Not to the light of a torch. Specifically supposed to use the light of a candle. Because the light of the candle is the best for bedika. Then, you have a few different ideas why that is. So, in spite of the fact that avuka is used for Abdullah, there's an advantage of using a nair. Although you use a torch for Abdullah, you're not supposed to use it for checking for chametz, because you're supposed to check in the small cracks and crevices and with a torch, you won't be able to, to get the light in properly. You, you have to hold it at a distance. Whereas a candle, you can make a more targeted entry and, and check more thoroughly. Even though there's an advantage of more light by a torch, but the way the light falls is better on a candle Candlelight will go forward, whereas the light of the of the torch will go <clears throat> to the person. Rav Papa Amar, high boys, high low boys. Papa says he's afraid with the torch. A torch is a powerful source of light, and he's afraid to really do the job. It's it's a little bit dangerous to go around searching with a torch. But with a little candle, so it's more under control, and he can do a better job. He's less nervous. Ravino Amar Hai Moshech Neherav Hai Miktif Iktufe. Ravino says the candlelight is very smooth. The light is a steady light, whereas there's a lot of flickering with a torch, and the smooth light will give the, the best opportunity to check for any chametz. Okay, so that's why Laor Haner. Rav Shirkin said that Rav Moshe was inundated with questions before Pesach, and there was one question that dominated all the others. Everybody needed to know. The mitzvah of Badikas Chametz is with a Ner. Can you use a flashlight? This is the, the burning question, and Rav Moshe patiently answered, Again and again and again, yes, you may do B'dikas Chametz with a flashlight. If somebody actually wanted to ask him a shayla in, in learning, he's very excited. It's a, a break from the monotony of, are you allowed to do B'dikas Chametz with a flashlight? Akapana Ramasha was a very patient person. It was to see how it's passing in Shulchan Aruch. Simon Taflam Aleph. So the spoiler alert, or Lamaisa means the evening of the beginning of the evening of Yedalad Benison, the fourteenth of Nisan, should check for Khamits, search for any leaven in the home by the light of a candle.
In any nooks, crannies, anywhere that it is a, a commonplace location within the home to place chametz. So to understand a little bit more sharply, what does it mean? Betchilas leiliyodalit. Big machlokes. Take a look at the Magen of Rome. It says pirish. They learn that it means near the beginning of night. What we call Benish Moshes. The time to do B'dikas Chames, according to Moina Ram, as well as the Bach and others, is actually before, actually Leil Yidal, before the night, next to the night. It's a little bit ambiguous. The Pashup Shat means at the beginning of the night, after it says a Kochavim. And that's the way the Taz learns. Achok Yaakov quotes the Rush, Shuva, Chal Yadalit, Simon Gimel. Achashivas Mayim, the Mayim Shalono, needs to be taken out at night. Right away, at the beginning of the night, that's the time to check for the chametz. Don't do anything else until you get the job done. Once the time comes for bedika, do the bedika. The mashmos is that it's at night. It should be after the stars are out, and it's actually night. Even though there is a little bit of day remaining. There's a Ravid to that effect. Rabbi Yochman and the Ran both quoting a Ravid. And Teresa Kim quotes it. The Ikar Mitzvah Hitchilas Halaylo Sheishbo Oradayim. Afagav. Maril, within Tainus Bacharis, Chain Manhige, Marat, Kosav, Mitzvah Spadiko, Hibalaila Mamish. Have a low codem. Komokam near Ike Kedivin Haravid. Bain Sofak Shem, low road did arrive. The Ravid himself, says the Tezkim, is clear that it actually needs to be at night. And the remarkable thing is that although it's already night, there is still some remnant of light from the day. Even though it's Laila Gomor. It's not Benish Moshes. Laila Gomor. The Gra, Paskins, like the Magen of Ram, like the Bach, saying you could do B'dika already, Lachar, it's even more than could. The idea is to be Zoris the Mitzvah, so whenever the Haschola is, is when you should do it. To do it from Benish Moshes already. It says, Betchilas Leil, the Mishmahachi Nokat Or, Loma Betchilas Halaila. He's explaining why the Lashon Or is used. Another angle on it is that it's in the beginning of the night, Sheyeshadain Or, where there's still a little bit of light left. Shebelav Hochi Lo Hoyashem Choshech La Or. 
Unless there is some aspect of, of truth to calling the night day, or having light, the term wouldn't be used. Ravid and Ran. That's what seems the, the gross paskening. The Aruch HaShulchan says in Simon Tafan Aleph, Simon Chaf, Sif Chaf He, the dictate of Ravid, Zal Meloshan Or, Shabdika Tarchlias, Beod Shish Or Ktsas, Vaina Betrilas Halayla, Avalo Benesh Moshes, also Eli Rabbos that way. V'yeh Shomrin, Zman Bidiku, Kodum Tisa Kochavim. Mentioned back in Magnavra. Vaika Kadari Shona. The Arachashokan Paskins, like the first day, that it needs to be after Tisa Kochavim. It says, and why are we both came all together? Rashi says, To not violate Besides the Isser of Achilos, Chomets, and Pesach, we have Isurim of being Makhaim Chomets in our homes, keeping Chomets around, two Lavin, Bayiro Bayimotze. In order to avoid those Lavin, Rashi says, there's a mitzvah, Midrabanon, to do Badika, to check. Sitosus. Or Larabasar, Bodkinesa Chomets. Pirsha Kuntras. Shlo Lavaralo, Bibayiro Bayimotze. That's correct, that's what Rashi said. The checking is to avoid these Lavin. Vikasha Liri. Liri is not happy with this. Given Tsar Bittel, you anyway need to do Bittel. The next morning, finish checking, you're going to have to be Mavatel Chomets. Can't say I checked, I'll, I'll skip the Bittel. You're going to have to be Mavatel anyway. Kedom Agmara Davov Mabez. Habodik Tsar Shivatel. Umidaraisa Bibitel Bealma Sagi. And Daraisa, you don't need to do Abdika. You could just do Bittel. Save yourself some time. Save yourself ten pieces of bread. Save yourself a candle. Just do bittel. Say, I'm done. Either it's, I'm nullifying it, or it's not interested in it. It's like dust. Whatever the mechanism is, bittel works to negate the iser by Rabbi Amosim. Why, therefore, did the Chachamim require bedika? Venira Lari. The Afal Gap, the Sagi Bibitob Amo, it's correct, it's enough. Hechmiru Chachamim Livdok Chomets. Still, the Chachamim made a Chomro to require that we check for the Chomets in our homes. Ulavara, to follow it up with the destroying of the Chomets we find. Shaloyovala Ochlo. This is as a hero's ensure that a person doesn't come to eat the Chomets. Behein Mashm Lakamon, the Fyodom Bez, the Boy Rava, Kikar, Shmekara, Chulu. That there's a concern if a loaf of bread is up on the top of a beam, there's a concern that it may fall down, a person will come to eat it. Okay, so that's his reasoning. Not like Rashi said. The reason arguing with Rashi, it's not because of Bai Rabbi Matse. That's taken care of with, with Bittel. It's a concern you may come to eat it. Okay, but why are there more machmer here? 
You have other Isuri Hana, which seem to be very stringent, not just Chometz on Pesach. Shalom Isuri And there's no requirement to be Mevayr. But other Isuri Hana, we don't have such a Chiv to do a Bidika. Mishum Chometz Moter Kol Hashana. He says the reason why is because Chometz is permitted all year long. Lo Nesarak Pesach. There's only one week a year where you're not allowed to eat Chometz. On Pesach, people don't view it as Iser. Other Isurim are always Aser. So even if it's Aser Bana, it is always Aser, and therefore the person is always going to, to be careful with it. Not going to come to eat it. Not so with Chametz. He's used to eating it. Those three are all Asr Bana. There's no Chiv Bidika. Because their Isr is non changing. And in Nazir as well, his Isr is permitted to others. This question that he's addressing, the implied question is. Why is there no Chiv Bidika for a Nazir? It's a little bit of a, of a curveball because a Nazir, although not allowed to drink wine or have any one great product even, it's not Asr Bahana for him. He's allowed to have benefit from it. So it's not in line with the previous train of, of questions, which are Ali Suri Hana. And the Marsha says, Enachanami Nazir's Labdafka means Nadarim. Have Nadarm that could be in such a way of saying there's Isra Hana. Although that's not the Lushan of Tosus, but of course Naziris is a type of Nadar. Meiri has a different Malach. He He's working with Nazir. He says, Vavapisha Nazir Rogil Biyayin. Even though a Nazir typically does drink wine, below Yitzrichu Bekach. And nonetheless, they did not require Nazir to clean out his house. He took on his ears, now he has to check, make sure there's no wine. It's not such a, there's no thing like that. Nazir shiny. A Nazir is different. Shemitzvah's yochid he. Because it's a command that falls on him individually. Vilibola, because it's his personal command, it's mitzvah's yochid, it only applies to him, so he is going to be vigilant about it. His heart is upon it. This is his mitzvah. He's, he's on it. Ve'od, and furthermore, She'im hu asr, Acher mutarim, Ve'heich mavarin also. This is another, another issue. He's the only one in the house that can't have wine. But, you know, wine is meant to flow. Every house should be flowing with wine. Other people are drinking wine. What, he's got to get the wine out of his whole house? But everybody else has to suffer because he became a Nazir. So, no way. That, that's not reasonable. But, everybody's not allowed to eat Chometz on Pesach. Once it becomes a widespread command on the masses, you lose Zahirus. Leo's leva You don't have that. So therefore, he Therefore, the Chacham made a Chomra requiring Bidika.
Okay, continuing in Tosus. Inami, an alternate vart. Says Tosus. Shiny chametz. Shechemira botara. Lavar babayira bayimotzi. The chachamim are following the lead of the Torah itself. There's no iser bayira bayimotzi that it may not be kept in your home by other iser hano. It's only by Pesach you can't have chametz. Not only can't you eat it, you can't even be mekayim it. You can't keep it in your home. So therefore, the chachamim said, once the Torah is making a siyag for itself, as it were, you have this chomra bayira bayimotzi. By Pesach, by Chometz on Pesach, so they're going to support that further. Whereas other Israel, no, there's no such din. Now, Agav, just going back to Nazir for a second, even though we do find Schor, Schor, Amin al Nazira, we tell a Nazir to go around the vineyard. There is there's an aspect of Zahiras. But nonetheless, Ad Kedekar to say has to be Bodek his house, that, that we don't do. Okay, so. Right, that, that would explain why, even though it's not Asr Bahana, why we're discussing it. Because Chor Schor Amin Nazira. Okay, so once the Torah says, Bayra Bayimotze, Bay Chomitz on Pesach, Hechmir Chachamim Livdok Ulevaro. Chachamim required a check and a destruction of the remaining Chomitz. Afilu Hecha Debitlo, even though he's going to be Mavatam. Even where he's Mavatam. Mishum Dilma Asil Nechle. There's a separate concern. He may come to eat it. So he's working back to the, the same reasoning that we said before. But the, the reason why they took this extra chumrah is because the, the Torah itself made extra chumras to Asr by Yerobah it should not be kept in the home. His chametz cannot be kept in his home. Venira lirashba, dafilu lefitam achron. Even according to the second reasoning, that the chiv bedika, the obligation to check, is predicated on the is isurim, the prohibitions of bayra bayimotze, that the chametz cannot be maintained. Sarach lomar dechmira chachamim bechol chametz. Nonetheless, we must say, behechroch from the sugyot, that the parameters of their Chumrah is a little bit wider than the limitations of Bayra Bayimotzi. Once they got ready to make Xerah, they made a big Xerah. Even lower grade Chumets, let's say it's just a sourdough, some starter, you have something that's not actually a, a, the full Chumrah of Achilo. Nonetheless, there's a Chiv to be Mavayr. Agav the leka bayra the fear of benatam says there's no bayra bayimotze on such things. Nonetheless, there's a chiyuv bedika for them. Duha amar are you sorry? Says that the saor should be burnt, the leaven should be burned, even though it's it's just a starter, it's not food. The kosh chametz gomer aydei teroves mashma da osu lashoso di mutar lashoso ma'isarif. The implication of the sugya is that it's prohibited to let it stay in its presence in his, in his property because why else would there be a requirement to burn it? Yishayo so adachar pesach. If you if you don't have a prohibition to, to hold on to it, 
So, so just don't eat it. Wait a week and eat it afterwards. Even according to Yehuda, he says that there's a prohibition. He learns three sukkim, three verses that prohibit the consumption of chametz. The biblical prohibition, he says, is not only during the week of Pesach, but also from the time you could shech the korban Pesach, right? From six, uh, six hour noon on, on the, the, the eve of Pesach, the day before. And then you have also afterwards, there's a third Pasuk, according to Yehuda. For after Pesach, he learns it's Teresa. But that does not apply, he doesn't have psukim for chametz nuksha, for this, this sourdough starter. It's chametz, but it's not really edible. It's, it's a leavening agent, it's chametz. It's also to eat, but even Rebuda doesn't have an iser to eat it afterwards. Medaraisa. Nonetheless, it's still subject to beer, to destruction. He's saying, Tosa saying, Behechrach, when the Rabbana made their takana, they're including in the bedika and the requirement to, to get rid of what you find, even chametz that is not subject to Bayer Abay Matzeh, no, to the leka el chad kra, that will not be an Israel afterwards. So, in theory, without this requirement, rabbinic requirement, to check for it and destroy it, without that, you would be able to just wait, wait a week, and then you have it afterwards. You can use it to, to make more sourdough the next week after Pesach. So, that's, that's what Tosa says. The Mi'iri defends Rashi. He says, it's true that you have an Eitzah of Bittal. It's not a Chiv of Bittal, right? In theory, if somebody doesn't have any Chametz in their possession, they don't have to do Bittal. It's not like there's a requirement for Bittal, so it's not necessarily superfluous to do a Bdika. It's a possibility. You can do Bittal. So the fact that the Chachamim made a Takana Drabanan it could very well, well be that it was a concern lest the person come to be over and buy your Abayi That's It's not uh, not out of out of the picture. It's not, it's not a spell from Tosus's Kasha. And let's continue in the Mishnah. So where do you need to check? You need to check in places that chametz are brought within his property. But in places where there's no chametz brought, there's no need to check. They said that the two rows in the wine cellar that need to be checked by the barrels, two rows of barrels, is because chametz is brought there. Mar later talks about it. Shtei shurus, let's see Rashi. Two rows. Shalchav yasa sudurus b'maritev shal yayin. Tzarech livtoch b'neim. There's a need to check between these barrels. Achrei shamarno kol mokom she'en machnisin b'chametz e'en tzarech livtoch. Lo mohotzerech livtoch. Why is it necessary to check in the wine cellar? Mefarish lo omru ela b'maritev shemachnisin b'chametz. We're only talking about a wine cellar where chametz is occasionally brought. 
Which, which type of seller is this? It's the seller which he takes the wine for his meals. And there are occasions, Shashamish the butler at the, at the table gets up to uh, prepare wine for people. They're running long wine, and he's got his bread in his hand, and he's, he's running to go and refill on the wine. He's bringing his bread in his hand to the wine cellar to bring more wine for the meal. So it's, it's a possibility. Bread can get in there. So it requires bedika of two shuras, two rows. How do you calculate these two rows? Machlokas tanoim. says it's two rows by the face of the whole face of the seller. So what does that mean, the whole face of the seller? Rashi says, the Gemara explains it, both Beisham and Beisil, but just to give you the background of, of what they're saying, if you would construct in your mind a wine cellar that has 10 by 10 barrels, so you have, let's say, 100 on the bottom row, and then stacked up 10 times, so 10 cubed, you have 1,000 barrels. So according to Beishamai, where you enter into the cellar on one side, so the side that you enter into, the whole face, that whole wall of barrels, a hundred barrels, must be checked. Because maybe somewhere in the crevices of all these barrels, at the face of the cellar, is where the butler would come and put his, his uh, bread down while he's getting the wine prepared. And then forget about it. That's one side. That's one shura, according to Beis Shammai. The second shura, according to Beis Shammai, is all along the top. All along the top, those are also the barrels that would be accessed first. Beis Shammai says, you have to check the entire top level. So that's the whole top level. On its own is another 100 barrels. Of course, the one row that is the bridge for both would, would not be double counted. So according to Beis Shammai, in this, in this case, you'd have to check 190 barrels. According to Beis Hillel, nice kula, only, there's only a requirement to check two rows on the outer wall of, of these barrels, which are the top ones. So according to Beis Hillel, in our case, you don't have to check 20 barrels. If you go on the, the wall, when you walk into the cellar, you're facing a wall of 100 barrels, 10 by 10 going up. So you climb up to the top two levels and check in those 20 barrels. That's what Beis Hillel holds. Okay, now for the question that we've been asking. What does Or mean? Or la barsa? My Or. Ravuna Amar Nagi. Ravuna says it means during the light. Okay. Right, that's that's pretty straightforward. That's what R normally means. Rav Yehuda Amar Leili. Rav Yehuda says, no, the mission is referring to the nights. The 13th, the, the, the night of the 14th. Okay. Kasal Kadaidah, the Manda Manigi, Nigi Mamish. 
man damar leli leila mamish. And it would appear that the one who says light means mamish light, and the one who says night means mamish night. There's machlokas rashin tosos whether this last part is a correct girsa or not. Rashi takes it out. Rashi says, "Kasagadetok the man damar nigi nigi mamish." At the point at which the morning rays begin to come out in the morning of the 14th of Erev Pesach, so the whole night of Erev Pesach has already gone past. Now, says Rav Huna, one must check. He takes it out. He says, of course, Vade, Lele, Humamish. It's not, not an issue. Tosus doesn't disagree, really, in principle. He just says, you don't have to cut it out of the text. So, it's just agav. Just... In, in a way of speaking, after the first, the first issue, that it means or means when it's actually getting light, but Lila actually means Lila. Umad Omar, Lili Lili Mamish. Okay, Mesve. So we have Machlokas over how to read this Mishnah. What does it mean, or Labasar? We're talking about the night when the beginning of the day falls out, or many hours later, when you have the, the first rays of the sun coming up on Erev Pesach. We have a kasha. Haboke or ve'anoshim sholchu. Sholchu. Okay, so the Pasik is referring to the brothers leaving Yosef, going back to Eretz Canaan. Alma or Yamamu. This seems to imply that the terminology of Or, which is our question, what does Or mean? It means day. And this is a kasha on Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda says it means night. And the simple way to read the Pasuk, and the morning was light, and the men were sent off, the Gemara says, no, you could be marcha that. Miksiv ha'or boker. doesn't say ha'or boker, that the, the light was day. Ha'boker orksiv. It says that the morning was becoming light. Kemandam at safra nahar. See Rashi. The boker or so the question is that the identity of or is with boker, and the Gemara rejects that. Is it written or boker, which would mean that it's describing or as morning? The mishdama or haynu boker, the timsiloma de or shem doverhu. The Karli Boker Or. According to this way of reading the Pasuk, it would be saying that Or is 
is a way of uh, interchangeable with boker with morning. But that's not what it says. It says vaboker or my or lavshem davo. It's not a noun. Ella aboker heir means the the morning was lighting up, becoming bright. Ve'anoshem sholcha command omat safra nahar l'fidarko limbechal kosov derecheres mache yosef. That in this manner the Torah is telling you derecheres. What is the appropriate way in travel? What the brothers of Yosef did. Shemtino ad sheherem Mizrach. They waited until the daylight became to to intensify, and the the eastern sky was already light. Kedar of Yehuda, like Rav Yehuda says, al or shehu shem davar eno alalayla. But in in terms of what is the identity of or as a noun, it means. I'm sorry. Yeah, as a noun, it means layla. Still is a defensible. Proposition. So this derecheretz is like Rabbi Yehuda, Dama Rabbi Yehuda, Amarav leolam yachnes adam bechitov yitz bechitov. Person should always go in when it's good and go out when it's good. Rashi explains, Hayotz l'derech when it goes on a trip. Kanis arvis lebesmon enter in the evening to the hotel. Borachamas rachas while there's still a little bit of daylight. And the next morning, when you're ready to continue your journey, wait until the sun has, has risen. Then go. And that's better for him. It says, the light is good. What is the goodness of it? That it's a protective measure, broad daylight is a protective measure against nocturnal predators whether they be two-legged or four-legged, doesn't matter. That's the, the light is helpful. Meisve. Sagmar has another kasha to try and prove which way. Like Rav Huna that says, getting light is what or means, or Rav Yehudo says, night. Ucha or boker, the Pasuk in Shmuel, Yizrach Shamesh, boker, so Alma or Yimamahu. Khor Boker, Hashta, says Rashi. Mashmla, Deshem Davo. Vihachi Kama David. This is David speaking. Khor Ze Dehainu Boker. Kizrach Shemesh, Latsadikim. Sheyetsu. Ma'afelosan, Olam Havo. That they will go out from their darkness in Olam Havo. The sun will, will shine for the righteous. Alma or Yimamo. So the way he's describing it sounds like Chor Boker. That, that it's describing a, a day with the term Or. Miksiv Or Boker. Uche Or Boker Xiv. Similar to what we said before. It's it's meant to be understood, like we said before. Ain't the shame davar says Rashi. Ella, kemeir shel boker yizrach shemesh, kishemaschal boker lahayer lo al mazet. That when the sun shines, begins to intensify, in this world. Vuhu choshech vaafel balos hashachar noga kizrichas hashemesh. 
is still dark, the beginning of the the sun, the sunrise in this world. So it's, it's, it's describing a, a marshal, a parable to understand the brightness of the light of the world to come for the righteous, that we understand the intensity of the sun at the height of the day and the, the difference at the, the first crack of dawn, the, the, the rays of light that come out, there's a, a huge gap between them. So in Olam Haba, in the, the world to come, the light for the tzaddikim at the very beginning will be like the, the brightness of, of the day at the, the intensity of, of the light in this world. Okay, so it's, it's a marshal and it's describing the, the process of, of light, how much light. It's again not a shame dog, but it's not a, not a noun. It's describing a process. But the noun could still be, when in our Mishnah, referring to night. Mesve, another kasha. Pasek and Bereshis. Vayikra elokim la'or yom. God called to the light day. Into the darkness he called night. Evening, it was night. It was evening, it was morning, one day. Okay, so the Gemara says, Alma or Yamamo. This Pasik seems to indicate that or is identified with day. Gemara rejects it. No, it's not a proof. It doesn't mean that or is a, is a way of referring to day. It means that the time that is becoming bright and continuing in its intensity, that's day. That's what happens during the day. So if we carry on that train of thought in the verse, so when it says, then it doesn't mean, and to darkness he called night, it means the process of waning light as it becomes dark that is what he's calling night if you're saying that or is the process of increasing intensity then you're going to have to say the opposite is reducing intensity of light and this can't be because even though the light is waning even after sunset until until you have the actual cutoff point of night, it's still called day. So you have plenty of time while the sun is, is, is setting, or even after it's set, and the, the light is waning, and it's not called Lila. So that process is not part of Lila. That's still part of Yom. Okay, so that, in fact, that, that's not a legitimate way to read the verse we're having a different mahalach in the Pasuk to still preserve the ability for R as a, as a noun in our Mishnah to mean night. When it says Vayikra Elohim la'or yom l'choshech kara layla 
it's not referring to a calling as in a naming, but a calling as in a summoning. It's not the naming. That, that would be interpreted as calling the name of the light day. And or would be yom. He called the creation of luminescence. Shebara mehod. He called this creation of luminescence and commanded it concerning the requirements of day. He commanded it to serve during the day. And to darkness, he commanded. He called it to command it to to serve at night. It says that this Lashon Kriya, Vayikra, is as a king calling his servant to serve before him, to come before him. That's this interesting interpretation. It's a little hard to understand because the, the darkness that we have at night, he's calling a, a servant. Presumably that type of darkness is Hadar. It's the lack of of light. It's not a separate lachara, it's not a separate bria. I understand that the, the the photon action could say that that what's what's called light that's meant to be active at day, but just remove those and then you have darkness, what we call night. Was this new that has a darkness that is being commanded to minister and serve at night. The, the, the Marsha is touching on this point and he says that it's referring to actually the, the ministering uh, celestial bodies that are Meir Belayla, which is a bit of a dochik in the, in the Gemara. But he's saying that the 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 night is is what happens at night in Hanami. It's not just the lack of anything. That's not there's, there's nothing to command if it doesn't exist. So he's saying what does exist are what what does minister at night as part of Choshech. It's not pitch black. It's Choshech that we have as night, which includes the moon and includes the stars, whatever is is part of the package. That's that's what he says. Okay, Tzorchin. Okay, Akopan of the Gemara is satisfied with another reading of this Pasuk that defends the ability to read our Mishnah as or Larabasar, meaning the night of the 14th of Nisan. Continuing the Gemara. Mesve, another question. Halulu kol kochve or. Pasuk and Tehillim, that all of the stars of light shall praise God. Alma or Urtahu. And that would seem to imply, when it says kochave or, that it means the stars of the night. This is a pasuk that would seem to indicate the opposite. In support of, of Rav Yehuda against Rav Huna, hachikama. No, Rav Huna can also get out of this pasuk. Halu 
Kol kochavim hameirim. That it means all the stars, not of the night, but all the stars that are shining. According to that, that interpretation, is it only the stars that illuminate that require that are required to praise God? And you want to say that the stars that do not illuminate, right, a black hole, no, it's a star with no, no illumination. Does that not need to praise God? Of course it does. V'hoksiv. Pasuk says, Haluk kol tzivok, all of his hosts. So even the black hole has to praise God. And then Marsha over here is, is omen on this. He says, it's, it's the Pasha reading the Gemara is, there are some stars that don't have light. We, we have it, right? Even before we discovered it, that's uh, in the Gemara. Okay, so, so we have a question over here. How could it be? All the stars need to praise God. The stars that illuminate and the stars that do not, that, that are black. Okay, so Gemara says, There is a, a, a separate reason why they are called or stars of light. All the stars need to praise God. But there's a specific reason it's called stars of light. Lindor min ha'or. min ha'or. If somebody makes a nether to not benefit from the light, we have a mission of somebody makes a nether not to derive benefit from light, that includes the light of the stars. So that's derived from this Pasik. Bottom Tosas points out, when you have a conflict between the terminology used in the common vernacular and the terminology used in scripture, we go after the terminology that people use. Somebody says, the weight of my hand is upon me. Even though Midoraisa, the Torah's view is that his hand includes all the way up in his whole bicep, the whole biceps, you know, all the way to, to the armpit, is all included in Yad. But by the terminology, if somebody says he's making a nether to give the weight of his hand, so the way people speak is actually different than what the Torah says when it means Yad. And it means less. He means less to the elbow. So that's a conflict. We will go after Loshan B'nei But if there's no clear Loshan, it's not explicit, it's not, not a, a clear variance in the way people speak from the Torah, we will go after what the Torah says. So when the Torah says, in Tehillim, you have so that's an indication that it's included in R. We don't have, unless you are in a society where it's not that way, but minastam, the, the terminology R includes the, the light of the stars. Let's see Rashi. 
How come I shlom the or kochavim nami oru? The olam kochavim meirim kama. It's got kashlach ha sheinam meirim. Lo ha denaka kochve or lav lemute kochavim sheinam meirim. So he he says as as we saw in the Gemara, it's not to exclude stars that do not emit light. The kochavim meishlehem or veleka lemute midi. So Rashi is saying not like the Marsha. He says all the stars do have light, and there's no exclusion. And therefore, what is the verse saying? Is to to teach you this this idea that by nedarim, that if somebody makes a neder, not to derive benefit from light they're not allowed to derive benefit from starlight as well. So Rashi pushes, Ramasha says that it's, it's not the Pashtas of the Gemara. Pashtas of the Gemara is that even the Maskana, there are stars that do not emit light, which certainly is validated by more recent findings. Continuing with Gemara, the last line. Uh, the second and last line. Mesve. Loor Yokum Ritseach Yiktal Ani Veavion Vulailo Yihi Kaganov. Pasik and Eov. So Loor, this question mark, what it means. The murderer shall get up and murder the poor and impoverished, and at night he will act as a thief. Top of base my base. That which the verse concludes that at night he shall be like a thief. Alma or Yamamu. That would imply that the first part of the verse, when it talks about or, is the day, in contrast with the night. The Gemara rejects that. Hosam hachikama. No. What does it mean to say over there? Ip shitalcha milsa kinahura. If it's clear to you the matter, like the the, the brightness of day, then Fasha's kasi, that he's coming with murderous intent, Rutsayahu. The guy is coming, breaking in, it's clear he's coming to kill. So he has a din of Rutsayah, Vanitanatsila Banafsha, and it's permitted to in his self-defense to kill him. and if it's unclear to you, Kilalayo. Like at night, when there's darkness, can't see everything. You should give him the benefit of the doubt and treat him as a ganav who's just coming to steal, but not like a murderer. And therefore, there's no permission to kill him. Let's see Rashi. The implication is that the beginning of the Pasuk that says or is talking about the day in contrast to the end of the Pasuk of night. And this is what it means to say. During the day when you have wayfarers in transit, a murderer gets up in the middle of the highway and he kills people and he takes their money. And at night, 
He's got a he's he's a very ambitious guy. He doesn't just kill to take money in the day. He also goes and steals at night, digging tunnels and homes and stealing. This is the interpretation of the verse. Don't think it's a kasha. The verse is referring to a specific case. That which the Torah gives permission for somebody who's breaking and entering to kill them. As it says in Shmos Chavbez, he doesn't have blood, meaning he's that the one is breaking and entering to steal has forfeited his protection from being killed by his aggression. That's talking about when it's clear that he's coming to kill. I know call other. That's talking about anybody. There's one exception. A father will not come to kill his son. And if you know it's your best friend, he really loves you. So he's not going to kill you. Why is he coming to steal from you and breaking in the middle of the night? Good question. But he, if you know that he loves you so much, like a father, then you're not allowed to kill him. It's a suffix. All other people besides the father breaking into his son's house and the very close friend breaking into his friend's house. Other people, if the owner of the property stands up to defend his property, the breaking and entering criminal is likely to fight back and kill him. So right now he already has the status of a rotzeach, a murderer. And therefore, anybody can come and kill the one who's breaking and entering because he is considered a pursuer. He's, he's likely to kill the owner of the property who's likely to stand up and defend his property. So he has a status right now as a rodev and can be killed. It's an onish, by the way. It's an onish to the to, to the Bob Machteris. So it's a type of onish that he has a din as a, as a rodev. That he, he loses any protection when there's a tzad, when there's a, there's a possibility that he may come to kill. If he's your father or your very close friend, that even if you stand up and, and say, I'm not letting you take my stuff, and you're willing to fight for your property, he's not going to kill you. He's going to back down. Then just treat him as a ganav. And it's not permitted to kill him. The father on his son is not killed. The father is stealing from his son. Breaking and entering. We know it's clear as day he's not going to kill him. Right, that tells us along the same lines. The Pasuk, this verse, is talking about the father breaking and entering into the son's property. A regular father is Merachim on his son. He will not kill him. Even if the son wants to save his property, whatever is motivating the father to steal over here, it's obviously a situation that's not defensible, 
but it's a situation where he's brought to this situation where he's, he's willing to steal from his son, but he will not kill his son. Therefore, the son is not allowed to kill the father. Unless he knows the father is coming to kill him. And if he knows otherwise, he knows otherwise. But without knowledge to the contrary, the Omdano is he will not kill a son. What the sun only shines on him. If it's clear to you like the sun, that he's not at peace with you, then you may kill him. If it's not clear to you that he's coming to kill you, then you're not allowed to kill him. It's talking about the father coming, breaking, entering to the son. And what is the, the contrary case where it says, if you know that he's coming in peace, then don't kill him. The, the opposite, omdana. That's with the son and the father or anybody else. That if the son is breaking into the father's property, so unless the father knows that the son is not coming to kill him, he should assume he is coming to kill him. And netan latzila benafsha. So it's a, a one-way street of what the omdana is. Mikatsulakatsa, the exact opposite. Almost every case we say the father would not kill the son, but if the son is brought to the point where he's going to break and enter to steal from the father, he would be willing to kill the father, unless he knows otherwise. Okay, so that's that's how we got out of this pasik. It's talking about this din, and it doesn't mean are you mama, it means bar ka'ar, clear like light. Okay, mesve. Someone has another question. Pasik says in Eov again, the darkness, like the the darkness of the stars. At Nifsho. Rashi says, the stars of the night. Darkening of the stars of the night. You shall hope, Rashi says, for the day. And it is not. And you will not see in the flutterings of the morning, of the, the rays of light. Okay. From the fact that the verse says he shall hope to R and it is not, that implies that the verse when it says R means day. And it's talking in the beginning about Nishbo, which means night, the darkening of the stars of night, hoping to or, sounds like hoping to day. Gemara has a way out of this. How some milit hudaka layet le iov lemazle. This verse is iov cursing his mazel. Okay, Amar Yehi Ravo, Tzafre Hach Gavra Nehara. May it be the will before God, he's cursing basically himself, that this man, Eov, search for light, and he should not find it. It says mind-boggling. Amazing to consider the, the suffering of Eov, that he was so tortured, so racked with pain, that he identified with his pain to the extent that he was not only 
engage in perhaps self-loathing, but self-directed rage. He even cursed that he should find, he should search for light and not find. It's uh, hard to imagine the, the suffering that Eov went through. Okay. So, Mesve. Let's see Rashi over here. Lenahara, Ledavar Hameir, Velo Shahaya Sham Hayom, Shame Hayom R, Lokamakavli Yom, Lakav Shiyoyer Va'en. Not that he's searching for day or anticipating day, but it's a curse that he was saying that he should search for light and not find. But not that he's anticipating day. Mesve, another Pasik. The Pasik in Tehillim. Ve'omar, ach choshech yishufeni v'layla or badeni. David Melch said, however, darkness struck me v'layla or badeni. And night was or around me. Alma or yamamu. It sounds like or is referring to day, that the night turned to day around him. The Gemara rejects this. It doesn't have to mean that. This is what David is saying over there. I said, however, darkness will strike me. Not only in this world, but in the world to come. Rashi says, in my suffering when I was being pursued, in this darkness shall I die, it will strike me. And it will darken continuously upon me. And in a simple way of reading the verse, the first attempt, he's saying that in, in contrast to that initial gloomy perspective, his darkness turned to today. So the Gemara says that's not what it has to mean. It's referring to Olam because of my sins. Even from the world to come, I will be sent away. And now that I was forgiven, I'll also have for that sin. Even from this world, that I was dwelling in darkness, and in mortification, it has been light, made light for me, around me. God revealed to the enemies of David Amalek in the days of, of Shlomo, his son. That God had forgiven David Amalek. When God sought when the Jewish people, the inauguration of the, the temple, that King Solomon sought to bring in the Holy Ark into the Holy of Holies, and the gates were sealed, were not willing to open. speaks about it. And what was the, the way for them to be open? It was prayed, God, God open it for the sake of David. So then it miraculously opened these gates. It was a public revelation in this world like day 
that even in the night of this world, it was like day revealed that he had been forgiven. So that's, that's what he means in this verse. Mesve. Rabbi Yehuda Omer Bodkin or Labasar. Yehuda says you check. Back to, to Pesachim a little bit. We're going to see. Try and bring a Raya. Or Labasar. Or of the 14th. Ube Abasar. Shachris. And subsequently as well. On the 14th in the morning. Ube Shazbir. And at the time of the, the burning. The getting rid of Chametz. So this teaching would seem to indicate that or means night. Because the, the time before the morning would be the night. So derive from here that that's the case. And this is a, a support. That in fact when it says or in our Mishnah, it means urta means the night. Mesve, the kasha. From when our boss are also basias malacha. The by, by the way, before we go to the next part of the Gemara, it says shmamino. Shmamino means derived from here. It sounds pretty solid. So the fact that we're continuing itself is a little bit of a question. Why? Why are we continuing? The Gemara seems to be satisfied with this indication that or means evening. The Rabbeinu asked the question. It says the kibanshin is bare. We've already clarified that the terminology in our Mishnah, or Larabasar, means the evening of the 14th in our Mishnah. Why do we need to continue? So, it's, it is kind of overkill for the needs of identifying the intent of our Mishnah, but the Gemara is saying we have more rayas. We have more rayas. Okay, Mesve. Me'imasai, Arbosar, Asr, Basis, Malacha. From at what point on the 14th is Malacha prohibited? Creative activity. Rebbeleza ben Yaakov, Omer, Mishas, Ha'ar. And there's a limited restriction, not full malacha like Shabbos, but there's certain certain things that must be finished on Erev Pesach. When does that Isra malacha begin? So Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov says, Mishas Ha'or. Which again, we have this ambiguous term, Mishas Ha'or. Rabbi Yehuda Omer Mishas HaNitzachama. Rabbi Yehuda disagrees, he says, from Nitzachama, from sunrise. Amar Le Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yaakov, who says the time of Isser is from, or he disagrees with Rabbi Yudah and he has a kasha. Where do we ever find a day that has partial Heter Malacha and partial Isser Malacha? So he retorted, Rabbi Yudah says that. The, the day itself should prove to you that by Achilles Chometz, it's only prohibited from noon, biblically. So you see that in the middle of the day, there's a shift. So the fact that I say that Isra Malacha doesn't start at night, but starts in the day, and you're splitting the day in terms of Isra Malacha, don't be so shocked. 
When the common Yudah Vishas Hanitza Chama, Alma Or, the common Yudah Vishas Urto, from the fact that in this exchange we find Rabbi Lezab and Yaakov says or and Rabbi Yudah says that Neitzachamo so they're arguing it's Mestaber that what is the identity of or is Urta is night so that's another attempted proof the Gemara is not Satisfied with this proof, though, even though, again, as the Hananel says, we already said Shemami, no, we already did prove what our Mishnah means. But from this exchange, you could argue. Why is that? My or, my or, Amar What does it mean, or? It could mean, not night, but the first rays of dawn before sunrise. And it could be that's the point of, of contention. Is it by sunrise that there's an Isra Malacha? Or is it earlier, not by night, but just by the first rays of sun? Iyachi, so Gemara is not happy with this Dechia. Iyachi, if so, Dika Amar Lei, Hecha Matzini Yom Shemiktsasa Mutta Basiyas Malacha, Miktsasa Asu Basiyas Malacha. So the question that Rabbi Lezab and Yaakov said, according to you, he says that you, you say by sunrise is when it starts. How do you find, where do you find such a thing that some of the day is permitted and some of the day is prohibited? If he himself doesn't mean at the night, but he himself means at the first rays of dawn, so why is he directing this question against Rabbi Yehuda? He should ask it on himself, which would imply, like we originally said, that when he says R, he means night, the beginning of the night. And therefore, he, he's saying he's got the whole day as Isra Malacha, and Rabbi Yudah has got a kasha. Why does he start the Isser by, by sunrise? The Gemara has a way out of this. He should ask this question on himself. There is the night that is permitted according to Rabbi Yudah ben Yaakov. So this is a way to preserve our dechia, to say that maybe, or it could mean from dawn, as opposed to from the beginning of the night. It goes well according to me that we do find a break rabbinically between the night and alos hashachar, which is the, according to this version, when he prohibits doing malacha, that break in the day, there's precedent for. Ditna, in accordance with the Mishnah, Gabitainis Tzibur, by public fast, minor public fast, Ad Mosai Ochel Vishose, at what point must he stop eating and drinking? Ad Shialo Amadoshachar. Divrei Rebbe Yezben Yaakov, the words of Rebbe Yezben Yaakov are, until Amadoshachar, until the first rays of dawn, he may continue eating on a minor fast. Public fast. Rabbi Shimon Omer Ad Karosa Gever till the beginning of the crowing of the of the rooster. Ella Lidid Cha, but Rabbi Yisroel Yaakov says, according to you, Rabbi Yehuda, Hechash Kachno Yemama Gufa Gufe Dipalgi Be Rabbana. Where do you find that there's a break, rabbinic break of the day from the sunrise? Amar Lei. 
הוא עצמו יוכיח. שמקצוע סמות ובחינס חמץ, מקצוע סמות ובחינס חמץ. And Rabbi Yehuda answers back, the day itself shall show you that there's a break, that it itself has part of the day permitted in the consumption of chametz, and part of it is prohibited. Shafi Akamar Le Rabbi Yehuda Seems like a good answer back. So what would Rabbi Yehuda answer back to that defense of Rabbi Yehuda? I'm talking to you about the rabbinic prohibition of doing malacha on Er Pesach. And you're bringing me a raya from the biblical prohibition at which point chametz is also to consume on Er Pesach. The Torah is not bound by, by cookie-cutter days. Rabbanon R. He says, the Torah can say, from this point, no chametz, in the middle of the day. Okay, the Torah does whatever it wants. And he holds that the hours are derbana. So he says, we we find that the the restriction of of Sha'os Durbanan is is a uh, Rashi says Levad Isr Shaltera Shemeshesh Sha'os Umala. In addition, besides the biblical prohibition to stop eating chametz from the six, six hours and on towards Pesach, from noon on, as it says in the Dafid al the, there's a rabbinic addition of two hours. Kidnan ochlin kol arbo, betolin kol chamesh, sarfin chilashesh. So the first, it goes in stages. So the rabbonam did get involved with making a change incrementally within a day. So you see that there, although the Torah said six hours, is the, the end of Heter Achilles Chametz. From then it's Aser. But the Rabbonon made Xer of Shos. He says, I'm not bothered that, the, that you can't, that we don't find the Rabbonon differentiating within a day, because they do. On Erev Pesach itself. That they, they have two stages. The hour before, it's already Aser, the Rabbonon. And the hour before that, it's, it's Aser Ba'achila. So Aser Ba'noa, Aser Ba'achila. Before the Daraisa. Rabbanon ramped up the Isser a little bit in advance because of Akshash, Yom Amunan, worried about a day that's cloudy and you can't tell when the middle of the day is. Ve'ich she'iyah, he says, I do have such a thing. I have shows to Rabbanon. Ve'idech ha'chokohu da'ovid Rabbanon da'daraisa. And according to Rabbi Yezer ben Yaakov, he says, I'm not impressed with that kind of Rabbanon because that's specifically in terms of making a gather on the Doraisa. They are making a fence on the Torah. The Torah itself can do whatever it wants. The Torah decides the middle of the day, fine, what are you going to do? Zer Samel, the middle of the day is when the Isra Chomet starts. The Rabbanon are making a fence around that, but to make their own independent Zera, to not do Molocha Erev Pesach, Mehechatesi, that they would do it from Neitzach Hamo. Mehechatesi, that they would have ability to, to make this Takana in the middle of the day, when they're not making it 
as a harchaka from the, the time that the Torah set out. Okay, so that's the, the Gemara's presented shakavataria that works even without or being Lila. In theory, their machlokas could also be from Alosa Shacha versus Netzachama, not Lila versus Netzachama. So you have no raya from this teaching. Agav, we, we paskin that the Isra Malacha is from Chatzos, not, not like any of the Stodim presented here. Okay, so the Gemara continues. Meisve, the Kasha. Ein Masin Masos El Alchodesh Shinir Bismano Lekadsho. So the process, Rashi says, Avukos Beroshe Harim, Ayshlucha Bezin Osin. When they would make the Kiddush HaChodesh, the new month, the new moon, was seen, the messengers sent by Bezdin, in order to give publicity, on the tops of the mountains would set up torches, in order to inform, Today, the court sanctified the day, When does this take place? At the time... When the the new moon is appears at its time, the Yom Shloshim on the thirtieth, the day thirtieth day of the month, Shenira Lekadesh, the Ilu Kishachodesh Meuba, Veosin Rosh Chodesh BeYom Shloshim VeEchad Ein Mekadshin Also Shekvar Kadshuhu Shemayim. Bashmui Bashmiyon Hai Tano, the Achsar Avdinon Masos, Achosar Avdinon Masos only. On a chodesh chaser, would they make this pub- publicity to make the bonfire on top of the mountain to indicate that Rosh Chodesh had been established early, as it were? Right, you have a, a physical cycle that doesn't fit easily into a, a regular monthly cycle. So you have 29 and a half days, approximately, slightly more of the actual cycle of the moon. So you're going to have toggling back and forth, 29 days or 30 days. So he's saying if it's if it was made, Rosh Chodesh was, was fixed early, so to speak, then they make the pirsum that was fixed in Bez in Rosh Chodesh. And when they didn't see any bonfire, they know the Chodesh is over. It's a, a full month that has an extra day as opposed to one day less, or an extra half day as opposed to half day less. Okay, so, so what are we bringing from this teaching? We're trying to bring a raya for the Lashon Or. And it means Urta. Why? What is this, what is this teaching us? It says, La'or, Ibur. To the evening. La'or, Ibur. Leil she'ovar shloshim, lo'diyah shu'un iskadesh. When are they making a fire? In the evening. Right, they're not, they're not going to make a bonfire during the day. So we see from here, Alma or Urtahu, Shmamina. We have another independent teaching that in a Hanami, in terms of when they make a fire, it must be they're making a fire at night. And it says the terminology or cannot mean day, it must mean night. So, because practically speaking, you won't see it during the day. So, another instance where or is, is used to teach us night. 
Now, in terms of why the Mishnah would do this, okay, fine, we've, we've gotten it over the head. Or can we night, can, you know, glide through the raindrops, find a way, <laughs> this verse, that verse, this teaching, find a way that or can mean urta, mean night, but why? Lila also means Lila, right? So, so the Gemara, that Gemara is bothered by this, and it says that it's, it's a Lashon Taha, really. Right, it's it's uh, it's a lishna ma'al yehudinokit. It's not tana didan my time alok tani lele, the nights of the fourteenth lishna ma'al yehudinokat. It's choosing a, a higher language. What does that mean exactly? The Rambam in his Pirush Mishnayis works on this a little bit. He explains. The candlelight is good. People are home. Nikra Laila Or. And it's the night is called Or. Like many things are called by their opposite. And the Tana chose to introduce the Masechta in this way to speak in a more elevated manner. And to not introduce the whole Masechta to not introduce the beginning, the first word. He, he he could say Lila, it's darkness, Heder, the lack. The Tana wanted to introduce with light. Or, even though it means Lila, right? it's, it's a Loshan Hafuch. The, the Rav gives an example. Kederach Shekurin Le'iver Saginoah. Lishnam Alinokat. It's a euphemism. A euphemism for night is to call it Or, which means normally light. Nighttime is light time in a euphemistic way. Similar to Saginor is somebody who's blind. How do you say a blind person? Saginor. He's filled with light. It's the opposite. The way of referring to somebody who's blind, who can't see a thing, is that he's filled with light. It's a euphemism. So the Tano is trying to introduce the Masechta with a euphemism. So that's... Uh, the introduction to Pesachim. Uh, the Mishnayis, I believe Yitzchak Mibadichiv, asks Akasha. The very beginning over here it says, B'Shem, Kvod Adonenu, Reina Rabbeinu Rav, Gaon Agado, Kodisha, the holy lamp, Marina Rav Rabbeinu Levi Yitzchak, Zatzal, Av Bezdin, Tekal Kodesh, Mibadichiv. He asks, why did the sages change the name from what the Torah called it? Before we were addressing Pesachim as, as opposed to Pesach, right? You said it's Pesach Rishon, Pesach Sheni. But Bichlal, singular or not, why not call it 
Chagamatzos. That's what the Torah calls it. The Torah says Chagamatzos. Where did the Chacham get off and decide to change the name from what the Torah says? What's Pshat? Tam Loma Koro Chachomim, Shem Amasechta Psochim, Vigam Anukor and Sechag Beshem Pesach. Pcholotar Kulo, Koltar Ko also Beshem Chag Hamatzos. Why did the Chachomim change from the Lashon of the Torah? What was their point? So, read to you what he says. Ba'ofen Acher. Yesh Lafarish Alpima. Shenoda bekamemekomos. To explain, in accordance with what is revealed in multiple places, the frat, the Rashi, Shir Shirmi brings an example. Rashi in Shir Shir mentions this. Shekarosh Baruch Hu, Mishtabach, Mispair, es atmo be'amo be'sisro. God takes pride in the Jewish nation. Kemamar Machazal, as our sages say, the Tzvillin. Mare Almo the tefillin of God, of the Master of the Universe. What's are in, what are in his tefillin? What are in his parashiyas? Maxibu mi Yisrael goy Who is like your nation Israel, one nation in the land? And the other side of the relationship, the Jewish people. Delight in praising God. And we have Shema Yisrael, Shem Lokeno, Shem Echot. Look in the Rashi over there in Shir Shirim, describing the loving relationship between Kodesh Baruch and Klal Yisrael. Vihine, HaKorban, Shnikra Pesach, Uloshan, Chanino. The Paschal Lamb, the word Pesach is Uloshan, Chanino. Of favor, of grace, that God passed over the houses of Israel. You can see like in Tagum over there, that he was, he, it was a kindness that he did, mercy upon us, to pass over us, and to spare us. So the name to call it Pesach is a praise of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Shechomal al-Amo, Bnei Yisrael, that he was merciful on the Jewish nation, his nation. And why is the, the Yom Tov called Chag HaMatzos in the Torah? Mavura Tam, because it says in the Torah, Ubus Matzos, Kilchomitz, Ki Gorsha, Mahetamo Nikra Chag the reason it's called Chagamatzos, from the Torah's perspective, which is God speaking, they left immediately. They didn't wait a second. As soon as it was time to go, they left. They went out by the command of God. They didn't have enough time to even allow leavening of bread. The dough didn't have time to rise, which doesn't take too long. And this is a praise of the Jewish people. So when when God refers to the holiday, he says Chagamatzos, to praise the Jewish people. As Yermionov says, that God recalls the kindness of your youth, referring to the Jewish people, of going out. They didn't have provisions. 
They, they, they just went after God into the desert. They didn't prepare for themselves things to go. It's explained. The Torah, which is from the mouth of God, refers in a way, as God likes to, to praise his nation. Recalling the merit of the Jewish people that left immediately without trying to gather provisions, trusting in God. And our sages and we, we call this Yom Tov Pesach. This is a praise of God, to refer to it as Pesach. As explained earlier, that it's God's mercy on the Jewish people to pass over and spare the Jewish homes, the Jewish people. So that's the Kedusha Slevi's Hezber, Meshinui, brought here in the very beginning, Mishnai's Psachim. Yeah, he has another Mahalach. You could look first. You could take a look. The homework. But, uh, yeah, that's fascinating. Has been.